Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Live worldwide, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. When I say modest, think cap. Straight up, I'm an award-winning rider and a four-time gold glove champion who managed to rank a 13 in the Olympic year. That's right, number 13 in the Olympic year back in the day. I won't tell you what year that was. Take that back. It was 1984. So the bottom line is I'm an old man, but I know a little bit about, a little bit about boxing. So I think you know a little bit more because you're the boxing fan, right? You guys buy the tickets. So let me know. Open phone lines right now. I'll give you a chance. one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we're coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, and like a, a thousand other internet platforms. We are just hours away from, of course, the undisputed lightweight champion with an asterisk on that because I got a problem with him. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, of course. What is he, 16 is it, 12 stops. Of course, coming off the 12-round win over Vasily Lomachenko, the big upset. Of course, that was a, the upset of the year. Lomachenko, untouchable, things like that. But things change. Guys get old, and then Tiafimo comes along. And, of course, I picked him to win this fight. Now, he's got to fight George Cambosis tonight. Cambosis has got a big mouth, but he's also a big guy. So will size matter tonight? Because guess what? I got some stuff on T.O. you might not know. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That, and I'll take you back in time. And we'll spend some moments with the greatest trainers I ever met. Angelo Dundee, Emmanuel Stewart, George Benton, and Eddie Futch. Straight up the four, the Fab Four. We'll talk about that in segment two of, segment three of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is your inside look into the world of boxing.
Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a thousand locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 2080. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's got a crazy gas tank, crazy gas tank. Gas tank, I've been running my ass off. Not a long, long distance, but I'm running five, six days a week, maybe two, two and a half miles straight up. I'm in pretty damn good shape for being an old man. Speaking of old man, I did celebrate a birthday this week. Ow! Check this out. My 64th birthday was, um, it was quite a moment, no doubt about that. I mean, it was a a seminal moment in my life because I woke up and realized, guess what? I'm getting old. I didn't realize that before, but I do realize it now. Straight up, I ran this week, worked out this week. I feel good. I'm trim, and I'm wearing a pair of 30-inch pants. Get this. I bought a pair of 30-inch jeans yesterday. I said to myself, I can fit in those. And guess what? I went home and I fit into them easily, without a doubt. So the bottom line is, I'm in shape, ready to rock. And let's get to back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Enough of me. Straight up, man. 
Terrence Crawford. What can you say about Terrence Crawford except for he's still undefeated out of Omaha, Nebraska? Of course, the kid from, well, Omaha, Nebraska is like golly gee whiz type of town. I mean, it's not a place where you go for like uh, excitement or drugs or women or anything. I mean, it's not like Las Vegas or anything. Like that. It's not. It's really like a, a square town. But you've got this guy named Bud. Bud Crawford, of course, he's the undefeated fighter. He's been fighting since he was like nine or ten years old. I mean, he's a he's a teenage. He was a kid prodigy. I mean, this kid was coming along. They knew he could fight when he was 10, 11, 12 years old. They knew it then. Of course, now he's 34 years old. Of course, wants to take on the 31-year-old Earl Spence, of course, eventually. But last week, he took on Sean Porter. And Sean Porter is a formidable foe. Of course, a former title holder, I believe, of a, a couple of sanctioning bodies. And the WBC was one of them. And, of course, Porter came in with a pretty good record, just three losses and one draw, but he didn't punch too hard. So he wasn't that much of a threat to Terrence Crawford in my book, okay? And Crawford came in a 7-to-1 favorite. So I mean, if you're a 7-to-1 favorite, and, of course, some people think like Eddie Croft, trainer Eddie Croft was on last week's show, primetime Eddie Croft of the B Street Boxing down there in San Mateo, California. But he said to me, you know, he didn't think it was a 7-to-1 fight. No, he didn't think it was a 7-to-1 fight. He thought it was going to be a competitive fight. He didn't think that that Porter was going to eventually win, but he thought it would be competitive. Of course, you've got a kid named, I mean, you've got uh, Crawford moving up from 35 to 40 to 147, and now he seems to, I thought he was small at 147. He doesn't look too small at 147 anymore. He looks like he's actually grown into the weight, or or he was dying to make those other weight uh, divisions when he was fighting them. Of course, at 135 pounds, he was like much smaller than he is now, 140, a little bit, but 147, he's definitely filled out. Now, the fight with Sean Porter, was it competitive? Without a doubt. I mean, you know, I mean, Sean Porter came to fight. Sean Porter's not, as I said, not the biggest puncher in the world. And when you don't bring a big punch to the dance, it's sort of like going to a gunfight with a knife. That's just the way it is. I mean, I, I can't put it no other way. I just can't. I mean, because when you, you look at it this way, if, if he had pop, I mean, he real pop, and he was able like to hurt Crawford with overhand rights or hooks or something like that, you know, then there'd be some wariness involved, but there wasn't any wariness involved. Listen, Crawford knew exactly what he was going to do. There was never a moment of self-doubt in him from the second that fight started until it ended. He knew, uh, and 10 rounds later, that he was the man. He was going to be the man. I mean, did, did Porter win a few rounds? No doubt about it. As I said, he made it competitive, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like, um, well, when you compare with his fight with Earl Spence, of course, Earl Spence and Crawford, uh, Porter went 12 rounds. So Earl Spence... Spanks him for 12 rounds, gets a decision, wasn't all that, you know, it wasn't a one-sided fight or anything like that. It was competitive, but this one, it wasn't all that competitive at the end. Two knockdowns sort of spelled the end, of course, for for uh, for Mr. For Mr. Porter, and, and you got to give Porter a lot of credit. Of course, his father may have stopped the fight, said his son wasn't in condition, may have stopped the fight a little bit early, but, you know, the, it, the eventuality was there. I mean, it was like water coming from a, gravity. It's going to happen. You're going to get knocked out if this can continue. So why not stop it right then and there? Without a doubt, Terrence Bud Crawford in his finest moment. The champion, Terrence Bud Crawford, celebrating with everybody from Omaha who came here to see something special. How would you evaluate what you did tonight against a very competitive and tough Sean Porter? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to thank God for blessing me with this victory. Because without him, none of this would be possible. You know, shout out to everybody from Omaha that came to see your boy throw down. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I love y'all to, to death for following me each and every arena that we rock. We're going to keep rocking them out. But 
Sean Porter, you know, like I said before, I'm gonna say it again, I can't say nothing bad about him, you know what I mean? Like, he been in there with everybody. He did what he could. I just was the better man today. It was a, a hard fight. It wasn't easy because no uh, Sean Porter fight's ever easy for the opponent. When did you figure him out? Uh, round one. Round one. I, fi I, I figured that I had to reach. He had to take chances to get in. You know, uh, I was a little stronger than him. And uh, he was just trying to, you know, do what he normally do, maul, and, you know, push me back. But I used my angles and, you know, I pushed him back at times as well. Was he everything you expected? Was there anything different? No, no, no. Sean Porter is a good fighter. You know, he was doing some little slick, slick things in there. Made me think it was think a uh, match for a point of time in there. Did you knew? Did you know there in that tenth round once you dropped him the first time that the fight was coming to an end soon? You said what? Did you know that after you dropped him that tenth round, the fight would be coming to an end soon? Yeah, for sure, sure. I knew I caught him with a good uppercut, and then when I. I seen in his face that he was real hard, and you know, his dad did the right thing by stopping him because I was coming with vengeance. Errol Spence was right there watching this fight. As soon as the stoppage happened, he walked out. What was your message to Errol Spence tonight? He was at my fight? Yeah. Now that boy said he wasn't gonna never, he gonna never be at my fights, but now he at my fights. Well, you see what I did, you know, compared to what he did, so. That's what happened. As soon as the stoppage happened, that's what happened with Eric. Hey, hey, listen. My thing is, who number one in the welterweight division now? Oh, oh, okay, okay. I love it. Who, who you talking to? All right, now the future. The future, Terrence, because the most important thing is you make the decisions on what happens next in your career. What do you want next? Who do you want next? Well, you already know who I want. I, I've been calling them out all day. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll go up to 154. Maybe if Spence get his tail out his butt, he'll fight me. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know what I mean? I will whatever. It wasn't about sending a message to Spence, you said, but in the end, you stopped him when he couldn't. What does that mean about you? It's just styles make fights, you know. I, I look at all of us, we all great, you know what I mean? We all talented, we all got different styles, you know. Um, he won, I won, so I just look at it like, you know what I mean? No matter how, how the income go, at the end of the fight go, as long as you get the victory, that's all that matters at the end of the day. What'd you say to one another? Huh? What did you say to one another? Oh, I love him, you know what I mean? Sean Porter is a real good friend of mine. You know, I told him, you know what I mean, I really didn't want to fight him, you know what I mean? We always said we was going to fight each other, you know what I mean, when the time is right. And I guess the time was right for this fight to happen. You know, I was looking to fight other champions in the division. And, you know, since I couldn't get that, I had to go to the next best thing. Thank you for your time. Joe, back to you. Man, my man, Terrence Bud Crawford, of course. I remember being on that tour with him a couple of years ago. We were like in Cuba or the Bahamas, somewhere in the... Uh, in that area. Anyway, he said he really wanted to be known as a great fighter, and I told him to, great, to be a great fighter, you've got to beat great fighters. You know, like, he said he wanted to be a Hagler Duran, one of the Fab Four, Hagler Duran, Leonard or Hearns. 
Okay, cool. Well, in order to get into that group, that elite group, you've got to beat somebody of that ilk. And he hasn't beat anybody of that ilk yet. Of course, I guess the showdown with Earl Spence. Of course, Earl, I'm talking about Earl Crash Car Spence. Of course, the guy that flipped out of a car at 115 miles an hour. He'll never be the same. I don't care what anybody says. He'll never be the same. Of course, the neurological damage it was suffered. He had a brain bleed. You saw it in his eye with the, the blood being around the cornea of his eye and this and that. Of course, in that booking photo, he was booked for DUI like a couple of weeks later. But a couple of weeks later was the the injuries were pretty obvious. I mean, if you looked at that picture, you knew what time it was. You didn't have to be a doctor, an ophthalmologist, uh, an eye doctor, anything like that, a brain surgeon. You saw it. If you knew basic, med basic medicine, you saw it. So anyway, Earl Spence, damaged goods, no doubt about that. And, of course, Terrence Crawford on a bit of a roll. I've always sort of, I haven't really doubted him, but, you know, in other words, I've always had like a maybe a little question mark about about Crawford because of the fact that he's always moving up in weight. And when you move from 35 to 40 to 47, you sort of lose something. I think he hasn't lost anything. I think actually he's probably gained something. He was probably dying at those prior weights, like I said earlier in the show. And now at 147, he's able to fill out. A, he's talking about maybe going to 154 if he couldn't get the fight at 147 with Earl Spence. Speaking of Earl Spence, he fled the arena. I mean, fled fled. I mean, it was like he was uh, an illegal alien and the immigration was chasing him. I kid you not. He was like, bomb. He was out of that arena. And like you heard um, Terrence said, uh, Terrence said, he was here. He said he wasn't coming to my fights, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was there and he split early. Of course, he went and tried to do some uh, public relations a little bit later, a recovery uh, as far as trying to put his act back together. But Earl Spence isn't looking all that good. Of course, Earl Spence Guided by Al Heyman, the guy that had the Harvard background, of course, burst into the boxing scene about five, six, seven years ago with a $350 million loan from somebody in the British uh, British Empire. But the bottom line is he is like one of boxing's preeminent boxers, of course, preeminent boxing promoters with premier boxing promotions. Now, he has Earl Spence on contract. Now, if you heard the other interview that Bud Crawford gave last week, Bob Aaron was sitting next to him. Of course, the 89-year-old or 88-year-old, however old he is, and bottom line is the oldest pothead I know. But the bottom line is the Har another Harvard graduate, uh, Mr. Bob Arum, was sitting right next to him. Of course, the top-ranked CEO and the man that has guided or promoted uh, Terrence Crawford for, I think, his entire career up to this point. So anyway, they asked him, um, are you going to get the Spence fight with Bob? Are, is Bob going to get you the Spence fight? And he said, well, I don't think Bob could get me the Spence fight when I was with Bob. So how's he going to get me the Spence fight when I'm not with Bob anymore? In other words, he said, bottom line is, I'm not with Aram. I'm not going to be doing any business with Aram. The green light for Al Heyman. Now see what kind of deal that Terrence Crawford's people can cut. Bottom line is, you're dealing with some sharks, baby. Bring somebody smart when you go into that room, that negotiating room with Al Heyman. No doubt about that. Or you will leave on the short end, believe me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A little tower of power to the break. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez brought to you by the WBC the World Boxing Council right here on Sports Byline certain toughness inside of Tyson Fury. Don't ever, ever, ever miss me. Tyson would say he's all three just in that. But I know him personally. He's lived with me in my home, too. Uh, and he stayed with me. And I've trained Latimer. I've hit him all together. He is maybe the toughest. Once he settles down on a solid training program, whichever way else, and really gets into it, just boxing, with his natural talent and uh, his per- engaging personality and his physical size, He's going to be a big, big, big factor in boxing. I've, I've always fed that after Latimer, he's going to be the next dominant heavyweight. But there's one kid in America that no one speaks of, and that's uh, Deontay Wilder. He was on the Olympic team. He lost the big kid. And I've had the fortune of he's came and trained with me before, too. And he's it's a big kid. He's bigger than Latimer, too. But he's got good speed and power. And I think best talent. Best talent is still going to be Tyson and Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury, of course, being described there by the late gold father, Emmanuel Stewart. Man, it seems like it's seems like yesterday, but he's been gone since 2012, October 25th, 2012. Died in Chicago, Illinois, from complications of colon cancer. You know, when I go back 
in memories with Emmanuel. He and I in Detroit. He and I in Phoenix. He and I in Tucson. He and I in Vegas. He and I in Aruba. He and I in Malaga, Spain. He and I in Switzerland, uh, Zurich, Switzerland. I mean, we, we've been all over the world together. Tokyo, Japan, uh, the People's Republic of China, not once but twice. Um, you know, anyway, bottom line is I can go into memory, memory down memory lane with Emmanuel and, to no end. But the bottom line is I'm trying to talk about the great trainers here and what they did. Of course, Emmanuel was one of those guys that when he came out of Detroit, when he, when he fought out of Detroit, he was the 1964 AAU champion. In other words, he was a guy that was so good, he won the entire Golden Glove system in the United States. The AAU was like was like winning the amateur championship of the United States. This was back when they didn't have a, a thousand million guys working, fighting all these different sanctioned bodies, things like that. This was when the amateurs were really pure. And, of course, he won the AAU title in 64, 118 pounds, which was bantamweight. Of course, he talked about going pro, and that's when he sort of realized that there was no avenue in which to turn professional. And that's why he sort of formed Kronk Boxing. Was Kronk Boxing? It was a gym. Kronk was an educational, uh, Kronk Recreational Center. It's like when I went there, the first time I went there, it was snowing. And I couldn't even imagine what this place looked like. In other words, you looked at it like later in a picture. Oh, that's what it looked like? Yeah, because it was snow. Snow was coming down all over the place. Okay, So we go into Detroit. We're going to train at the Kronk Gym with Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, I'm at staying in Emmanuel's house. We go down to the Kronk Gym, and I'm saying to myself, man, this, this is going to be hell. Just getting out of the gym and getting out of the car and getting get into the gym was a pain in the butt, okay, from all the snow because the snow is up to, like, your ankles or better. So anyway... Bottom line is we get into the gym, it's like 150 degrees. I mean, maybe 120. Okay, I'm not kidding. It was like unbelievably hot. We all sweat like crazy. And then, of course, and the reason why it was hot there because it was so cold outside. And Manny said, guys in Detroit sometimes have a hard time sweating off weight. So when they come to this gym, they have no problem sweating off the weight. We got it going on. But, you know, he built guys like Jimmy Paul. Jimmy Paul was his first world champion. I believe he was the WBA 135-pound champion who lost on a big upset to Greg Haugen. And, of course, Greg Haugen was thought, uh, was not, not highly regarded at that point in time. He was a guy with real short arms and, you know, he was a tough guy. He was fighting out of those tough guy competitions out of Alaska. So he wasn't highly regarded. And Emmanuel went and bet $625,000 against Greg Hogan on Jimmy Paul and lost that night. So that was one of the first bets I ever heard of. Emmanuel was a big-time gambler, but that was one of his bets, no doubt about that. But he, he brought guys like Jimmy Paul. And, you know, I mean, Milton McCrory, of course, captured the WBC welterweight title. And, of course, the, the king of the, of the Kronk gym, without a doubt, the hitman, Thomas the Hitman Hearns. What can you say about his right hand other than it was probably the most devastating right hand in the history of 147 pounds, maybe from 170, 147 to 154. Or maybe, yeah, I mean, seriously. And think about this. He couldn't punch at all. He punched like a girl as an amateur. I'm telling you, he punched like Tommy Hearns, punched like a girl. I mean, Hector talks about him, him being able to whip punches in and things like that. No, 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 not as an amateur. I mean, he was like frail and skinny, and he got pushed around this, and that was a, at 132 pounds. Aaron Pryor beat him not once but twice at 132. Anyway, he stepped up to 147, put on some muscle, put on some real muscle at 147, of course, and became the hitman. I thought he could have been the greatest welterweight in the history of boxing until he ran into Sugar Ray Leonard and decided he was going to box the greatest boxer of all time, Ray Leonard, instead of going out there and trying to knock Ray Leonard out. I mean, you're the hitman. You don't box you're the hit, man. You don't box people. You go out there and you knock them out. But Tommy got psyched out, much like Marvin Hagler got psyched out with uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. The only one he didn't get psyched out against Leonard was, was Roberto Duran. That's it. Anyway, so back to back to Emmanuel Stewart. Milton McCrory, I Jimmy Paul, I can go on, on Tommy Hearns, of course. And there were there were guys later on when he became like 
the uh, the surrogate, the surrogate trainer. What I mean by that is he was like he helped Vladimir Klitschko after Vladimir Klitschko sort of fell apart as a professional. I think he was knocked out two or three times, and he put his career back together, taught him how to fight safe. And of course, he worked with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. He told me that Deontay Wilder had some limitations. That Deontay only had the big right hand. He had some limitations. So anyway, Emmanuel Stewart, one of the great trainers of all time. I got to spend time with him. Now we switched from Emmanuel to Eddie Futch. Eddie Futch died, I think, in two thousand. One, at the age of 90, he was a double bad dude. Let me tell you how bad Eddie Futch was. Eddie Futch, um, he trained Barry Gordy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked with Joe Lewis and those guys. He trained Barry. Barry who's, who's, who's Barry Gordy? Barry Gordy's the president of Motown Records. He's like 92 years old. He's still alive. He was a boxer. He went like 12 and 3, I think, as a pro with about four or five knockouts. Couldn't punch much. And he realized, you know, the singers are looking good and they're getting girls seven days a week and the boxers ain't looking so good and getting girls like once every six or seven weeks after training. So the bottom line was he decided, he decided just for the girl perspective, he was going to uh, turn his attention to music. Of course, and the next was Motown music. What more can I say? But Eddie Futch, you know, he and I talked about the great Riddick Bowe. When I say great, I mean potentially great. Here was a guy that came in second in the 1988 Olympics, wasn't considered like the most dedicated guy in the world. Jack Fisk called him a fat guy at the 88 Olympic trials over in Concord, California. I was standing right there. I started laughing. Um, but anyway, he never got himself together physically really to be to reach his potential and his peak. And Eddie Fudge told me, listen, once a guy's got bad habits in, incorporated into a style and it's like inherited is he's not going to be able to to wash it away, and I couldn't get the laziness out of Riddick Bowe no matter what I did. So that was his his big accomplishment and his big failure. Of course, Eddie Futch, a man that stopped the corner, uh, the Joe Frazier corner at the Thrilla in Manila in 1975. Of course, Muhammad Ali decided he had quit in that round. I ain't going. I'm done. I'm fighting. I ain't done. And then he finds out Eddie Futch stopped the fight in the other corner. So Ali quit first. And then Eddie Futch stopped the fight with Joe Frazier. He says, you got nothing to be ashamed of, son. And he stopped the fight. Now, we go from Eddie Futch, who's the other? Okay, uh, Angelo Dundee. Hmm. What can I say about Angelo? Of course, working with Cassius Clay before he became Muhammad Ali. had some good champions before that and had some great champions afterwards. The greatest, of course, I thought was the greatest welterweight of all time, Ray Charles Leonard, of course, undefeated with... Uh, with the champion championship until he ran into Roberto Duran on June 20th, 1980. But Angelo was a special guy. I mean, he and I did, I, I've talked about this a few times. He and I did an hour of radio together in Canada, New York, at some club or something like that. I forget where it was. Somebody sponsored our gig up there, but the International Boxing Hall of Fame. And um, I called his wife by the wrong name for the entire hour. Her name was like Bernice, and I called her Lorraine or something like that. It was like, eh, you know, and they didn't correct me until the show was over. Why didn't you tell me during the show? But they didn't. Anyway, Angelo was a class act. I think one of the funny parts about Angelo that people don't know was his brother, Chris Dundee. He was a promoter that promoted all the fights. Uh, Chris was a promoter. Angelo did a lot of the managing and the training. So anyway, Chris was, was a promoter, and Chris was at Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard, the third fight in 1990 when Roberto had nothing left. He was a fat guy. He was done, sick of forking the whole nine yards. Okay, so anyway, he tells me, Pete, I'm going to, that's what he used to call me, Pete. He goes, Pete, I'm going to drop some big coins on Roberto. I'm telling him, not this time, not this time. He didn't get it. Chris, just don't do it. Don't do it. So Chris went over and bet five grand on him. Five grand. Of course, Duran didn't win, but like, I didn't think he won around. Anyway, George Benton. I'll get to George Benton after the break. This is the great trainers in boxing history. Of course, I will get into depth tonight's fight, Tiafimo Lopez and George Cambosas after the break as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> Often imitated, but never duplicated. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope adult, that was a little bit of the rope adult, but 
He was a dope, so he got bailed. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more Book 30 days in advance and save big Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759, 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hey, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. If there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Wow, coming back there, a flashback with my man, Johnny Tappy, the baby-faced assassin. What can I say about Johnny except he was a sweetheart. When he was nice, he was nice. When he was bad, he was bad. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of 
boxing and a little MMA as well. Of course, I was talking about the great trainers before I went to the break, and I want to finish with Georgie Benton because before I go to the Tiafimo Lopez Cambosis fight, then of course, um, Georgie Benton was an amazing man. He just was. I mean, he trained the entire 1984 Olympic team. Lou Duva got a lot of the credit, but George Benton was the trainer. George, George Lou Duva. As, as, listen, Lou Duva was a colorful character. I mean, people are going to say to me, oh, Pedro, you're going to slam on Lou Duva. How dare you do that? Anyway, um, he was a, a Fred Flintstone type of guy. He really was, he was a cartoon character type in, bo uh, in boxing. Of course, his son was a real brains behind, behind main events. He was a man that came up with the uh, pay-per-view concept. Talk about Dan Duva, of course, came up with the pay-per-view concept for Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns. That first welterweight match back in September of 1981 was on limited pay-per-view. Of course, uh, both Bob Arum and Don King went on record saying this is the end of the boxing business. Dan Duva has ruined the boxing business by bringing in pay-per-view. And now last week, of course, Terrence Crawford did 190,000 homes on pay-per-view versus um, Sean Porter. Of course, he and Earl Spence, who they hook it up, probably would do a half a million homes, at least without a doubt. But anyway, back to Georgie Benton. He died in uh, 2011. I think he was 68 years old. He had a whole had a great professional career. He was 68 and 13 as a pro. And this was back when guys really fought guys. Of course, he fought out of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. He was called the mayor of Philadelphia for a long time. But when he trained those guys, Pernell Whitaker and Meldrick Taylor and, and, and Holyfield, he trained these guys. He trained them, he trained them razor sharp. I mean, he 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 looked at each guy. And he realized, you know what, I'm not going to make them fight my way. I'm going to teach them how to fight better their way. And that's what he did. A lot of trainers don't do that. A lot of trainers get you to, I'm going to make you fight this way. You hold your hands like this. You, hold your... you know, no. sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes conventionality doesn't work with fighters all the time. you got to go with what they got. you got to work with what they have. You don't try to change them. You try to make them better than what they already are. Anyway, George Benton was a master of that. Of course, the 1984 Olympic team, uh, Pernell Whitaker, well, well, Sterling is a pro, lost to, uh, that draw to Julio Cesar Chavez. That was a ripoff. Then he got ripped off against Oscar De La Hoya in the 12-round fight. So his greatness was, of course, uh, cut short, I think, by the fact that he wasn't, he was doing a lot of blow. And they didn't like they didn't like guys doing blow. And guys that did guys that did blow sort of got the short change in boxing. Why do I say that? George Benton had Evander Holyfield. Uh, George Benton. Uh, God, I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, the the guy that had Evander Holyfield on the rocks, without a doubt, and he was a big crackhead, and they didn't want to give him the title. In other words. If you're a bad guy, sometimes they don't want to give you the title. And I think that they wanted to give Oscar De La Hoya the golden boy, this welterweight championship that Pernell Whitaker had. And at the very worst, I looked at the scorecards again and again and again and again. The very worst I could have came up with was Whitaker winning by one point. That was the worst. I mean, if I gave Oscar De La Hoya the benefit of every doubt in the world, turn my face away and said, that's going I gave Pernell the fight by one point, okay? I had him winning by four points, but when I went back and looked at it after uh, them giving Oscar the fight, I said to myself, well, I'll judge it if I'm one of those Oscar guys. So I was one of those Oscar guys. Even as an Oscar guy, I had Pernell Whitaker winning by one point. Of course, Pernell would die pretty tragically about four or five years ago. Now when he got run over by a car, got hit by a car, when he stepped off a curb, drunk. Had a problem with drinking, no doubt about that. I remember the, after the... The uh, Meldrick Taylor, Julio Cesar Chavez fight in March of 1981, 1991, I think it was March 7th, March 8th, it was in the morning of March 8th, and Purnell was like flying high, I mean, he was like off the, I mean, I'm, he was so blowed out, it was unbelievable, Meldrick was in the hospital, that he spent the night in the hospital, or most of the night in the hospital, Purnell couldn't talk to me, I tried to do an interview with him, and he was like, the whole nine yards, and of course, later in life, um, he had his problems, there's no doubt about that, but back to George Benton, George Benton, 
He may be the unsung hero of all these guys, of Emmanuel Stewart, of, of Eddie Futch, of Angelo de the Fab Four. He might be the unsung hero because he's the guy that got the, less, the least accolades. I mean, he wasn't the guy that was being woo-woo-woo. When he went places, people didn't. I mean, when Emmanuel went places, stuff stopped. Spit stopped. Spit with an H. Dundee went places, same thing. Eddie Futch went places. Eddie Futch was like... Eddie Futch was like like the Godfather. He was like he was so smooth at doing things, like the Marlon Brando of boxing trainers. He just was. He was smooth in the way he did things. So when I called him the Godfather, there was no doubt about it. He truly was a Godfather. But back to Benton, probably unsung hero of this entire crew. May he rest in peace. May the entire Fab Four rest in peace. Angelo Dundee, George Benton, Eddie Futch, and the great Godfather, my buddy Amanda Stewart. Now back to tonight's fight. Of course, talk about. The world. Oh, but I want to mention this Demetrius Andrade, the biggest mouth at 160 pounds, the WB 160 pound champion, turned back Jason Quigg last week in three or four rounds. I think it was three. Tim Zhu was the winner of uh, Takeshi Inoue. Uh, Tim Zhu, the son of Kashu, the former world champion, of course. And the week before, the big upset, Kiko Martinez coming in with like a 34 and 12 record, knocking out unbeaten Keith Galahad. Now, Jaime Munguia, 160 pounds, being mentioned as a possible opponent for Jamel Charler. Jamel Charler was talking a lot about David Benavidez. He's talking about this, talking about that. Listen, Jamel, the money is with Canelo. I mean, one fight with Canelo and, like, win or lose, you're going to make more money you've ever made in your entire life. So why are you even, like, going after these other guys? I mean, if I could fight one guy and make a spitload of money, spitload with an H, um, I, would be, I would do that. This is professional boxing. In other words, you know, when things happen and you don't take fights when they're ready and they're ready to go, you don't take them, guys lose. Guys lose, they, they, things happen, their careers get sidetracked, this and that, and the big fights never happen. I mean, if they keep this up, uh, this Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford thing, if they keep it up, eventually one of these guys is probably going to lose, and the big undefeated match between these 247-pounders is just not going to happen. No doubt about that. Now, tonight, the main event, of course, coming to us from the Hulu Theater in New York City. Of course, that is the old Madison Square Garden Felt Forum, of course, that's what they called it. I think when I was a kid, it was called the Felt Forum. And then they had some other names for it. But George Cambosis, young man from uh, Australia, very, uh, very loud, very vocal, very big. Physically, he's big. And, you know, size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. This is combat sports, an elite level of combat sports. You know, and Tiafimo, although he's been undefeated as a professional, and he's turned back, of course, the great Vasil Lomachenko, He's been knocked out twice by a guy by the name of Jose Rayo Valenzuela and sparring. Not once, but twice. Get this. Teofimo Lopez's father calls, the, uh, calls this kid back, this Rayo Valenzuela. He, he knocks him out once in the first time of sparring with the right hand. Bang, drops him. You know, I mean, whoa, whoa, holy cow. This is a world lightweight champion. So anyway, then they do it again. They spar again a few weeks later, and he knocks him out again. Okay, so they're supposed to set up the third match. I don't know what happened if the third match ended up going. But the bottom line is, if he's been stopped in the gym, I never got knocked out in the gym. In fact, I look better in the gym than I did in a fight. I was, I was probably a better gym fighter than I was a ring fighter. And that's, that's sad. It's, it's sad at some point. But the bottom line is, I never got knocked out in the gym. I don't think I ever really got hurt in the gym. I just did. I remember the first time I got hurt, Dave Garcia cracking me with a left hook. But that was like that was the first time I've ever been hurt. So, but, so... I couldn't imagine getting knocked out in the gym, let alone twice. And you're the world lightweight champion. I mean, that would be pretty tough. I'm the world, I'm the uh, Golden Glove champion here locally, and somebody knocks me out in the gym? Huh? Not once, but twice? Same guy as an amateur? Wait, he's supposed to be, I'm, a, I'm, supposed to be, I'm an open fighter, fight three-minute rounds. He's like this novice, and he's knocking me out not once, but twice? 
Anyway, keep an, eye, keep an eye out for that guy, Jose Rayo Valenzuela. Of course, I believe he fights 140, 147 pounds. Anyway, Cambosas is a, um, is a very good fighter. I mean, besides his loud mouth and his vocal skills, he can fight. There's no doubt about it. Now, can he fight to Teofimo Lopez's levels? I don't know because, you know, this fight has been postponed not once, not twice, not three times, but six times. Six different times this fight's been put off. In other words, these guys have been in training six different times. I think one time it was within, within a week of the fight. Within a week of the fight. So, in other words, you're already down to the point where I'm starting to starve and I'm getting mean, I'm getting nasty, and I'm, I'm not a happy camper. And then, boom, <clears throat> fight's off. And then you got to do it again. And then you got to do it again. Four or five times. Yee, what can I say? That's got to wear on one of these guys. Which one, uh, which camp was the best for these guys? If they had six different training camps, which one was the best? I mean, you know, Teofimo Lopez getting dropped not once but twice by this kid, Jose Rayo Venezuela, and I think that's significant because if this guy can hurt um, uh, Teofimo with the big gloves on, Cambosos can hurt him with the little gloves on. And Cambosos, whether he's a big puncher or not, he's got good, good form. And I think form is what carried Rayo Valenzuela through. Just a nice right hand both times, bang, and drop Teofimo on his butt. Now, Teofimo, of course, the kid originally, his people are from Honduras. He's from Brooklyn, New York. He's considered the takeover, the new the new age in boxing. We know he was the guy that was supposed to send um, uh, Jevin Haney a cop boxing contract. Talked about sending Haney a contract. He never sent Haney a contract. He talks a good game. And this is what's pissing me off, is that all these guys now are professional talkers. I've talked about this week in and week out. There's professional boxing and there's professional talking. And unfortunately, most of the elite boxers now are involved in professional boxing, uh, professional speaking tours instead of professional boxing tours. And the reason why I say that is, look, Earl Spence, listen, this fight should have made a long time ago. I'm talking about him, him and Crawford, okay? Whether... Uh, maybe it's marinated to the point now with Crawford getting two th- 200,000 homes on pay-per-view last week. That's pretty damn good. 200,000 homes. They wanted 70 bucks a pop. I wasn't part of that. I went and watched a fight at some strip club up the street called the El Condor Club. It's pretty cool. You got strippers walking around. You're watching the fights at the same time on the big screen. I could care less about the strippers when I'm getting to watch the fights. But the bottom line is I'm going to watch the fight there tonight. Teofimo Lopez, of course, and George Cambosas. Teofimo Lopez, a 3-1 to one favorite going into this fight in some people's Books, uh, I saw another one, another uh, line where he was like a five to one favorite. Whoa, that's a little bit long for a guy that's been dropped twice in sparring, knocked out twice in sparring. And of course, he's 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 had a long layoff. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? The six, I mean, he's it, it had, well, didn't didn't Tio have COVID for a while too or something like that? One of his people had COVID, this and that. So you never know how these people are going to recover from these injuries. Injuries, that's what COVID is. COVID is an injury, an injury to your lungs, injury to your your respiratory system. Now, can guys come back from that? Some guys do, some guys don't. Speaking of getting vaccinated, um, I've been getting a lot of heat as of late as to um, why I'm so pro-vaccine. People say to me, oh, you're pro-vaccine. And the reason why I'm bringing this up before I go to the break here uh, at Ring Talk Live Worldwide is that the news channel on this network is very pro-anti-vaccine. They're very pro-craziness. I mean, they talk about all these crazy conspiracy theories and this and that. And so I'm trying to tell you that we're not involved. Ring Talk and the WBC, we're not involved with the news that comes out on this crazy channel here. And I mean, believe you hear bizarre news. This is the most bizarre stuff I've ever heard in my entire life sometimes. And I sit here and I say to myself, I throw stuff at the window because I can't believe it's coming over the earphones. But the bottom line is, it's racist 
and it's misin- misinformation a lot of the time. So please take that into account when you're listening to the news on this network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course, tonight. I expect Lopez to win. I think it will be either a late round stoppage, maybe 10th or 11th round, or a knockout. But the bottom line is, Cambosis is a very live underdog. And I'm not talking about it just with the mouth. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment your car should be less than 10 years old have less than 125,000 miles and you've made at least six on-time payments Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. 
Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Eric Hugh. And you're higher than a kite. <laughs> We're one week away from Devin Haney, of course, the uh, WBC lightweight champion to an extent, of course. Teofimo Lopez says he is the WBC champion as well. Of course, I wish those two guys would fight out and get it over with. Anyway, Devin Haney, 25 and zip, taking on Joseph Diaz, once beaten fighter on December the 4th. That'll be on the zone from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Of course, the same day, coming to us from uh, sh- uh, the Staples Center in L.A., Showtime, Javante Davis, of course, the unbeaten lad from almost parts unknown. He's just a bad, bad dude. There's no doubt about it. Every time he, you see him, you wonder he's going to be in trouble. He's getting in trouble with the cops, but he can fight. There's no doubt about it. He's undefeated, man. He said, hell, Belson at 140, 135, and 130. Of course, he's taking on the... Um, they see he's coming up in weight, but the once beaten Isaac Cruz, he's supposed to beat Isaac Cruz. Of course, 135 pounds is really rich in talent. Devin Haney, Vasilo Menchenko, Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is we'll see what's happening at 135 in the next two weeks because December the 11th, Vasilo Menchenko comes back against the pretty tough guy in Richard Comey. Comey, I think, has only been beaten by a uh, or significantly be, 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 been beaten by Teofimo Lopez. So outside of that, and plus he's going to fight in a big guard. I don't know if that's, that's a bit of a mistake. I think the top, top rank of Bob Aaron are going to do put him in the guard. Of course, December the 11th, Nonito Donaire, the WBC Bantamweight champion. Man, is he the real deal? Showtime, of course, come to us from Carson, California. The Dignity Health Sports Park taking on Raymart Garbello. Bottom line is Mr. Garbello probably didn't get lit up like the White House Christmas tree because Mr. Donaire, whether he's 38 years old, is on a roll. There's no doubt about it. I mean, He's got to stop winning at some point in time, but he's not. Of course, he, he had the fight with the monster, Nainoa Inoy. Of course, that was a couple of years ago. I think he broke a couple of bones in, in the monster's face. Of course, that was the monster's closest fight. That was a 118. They're both 118-pound title holders. That is the super fight at 118. That fight should take place in Tokyo, Japan. I, I'm telling you, they should sell out the biggest dome in the entire, in the entire country, the biggest dome. In Tokyo could do that fight. No Nito Donaire and the monster in Noah. I mean, that would be a record gate, no doubt about that. Now, tonight, back to tonight's fight. Um, it's worth buying on pay-per-view. I think this is a pay-per-view card you should buy. The reason why I say that is that this is the world lightweight champion, the premier boxer at 135 pounds, or allegedly, or supposedly. Well, he beat the best, so he is the best. Well, will he be the best after tonight? We'll see. Of course, tune in. Of course, that's going to be on pay-per-view. George Cambos is challenging Atia Fimo Lopez for the World Lightweight Championship. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. We're supposed to be coming to you on WBC TV, the the uh, the Vive TV channel, but today's broadcast sort of got screwed up. What can I say? Back to the drawing board for like the 9,000th time. It's very frustrating. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget the Sunday edition of Ring Talk coming to you at 11 a.m. Pacific time. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And by then, I'll have my tongue together. Until Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Love